Welcome everyone to Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener. I'm Solyndran Buller, your host. And of course, our guest today is Galia Iskakova. She was born and raised in a Muslim country, and she immigrated to the U.S. seven years ago. A life coach and an owner of a dance school, she has worked on self-development since the age of 16. Previously married, now divorced, her passion is to serve humanity. Well-connected in the coaching, psychology, and transformation circles, she's proud to She's proud to call herself a woman's happiness coach. She leads collaborative events online and has a private practice. Matilda? <laughs> and hello, I'm the host of Coffee with Matilda, a journey to South. And uh, Salina and I'm today, I'm very excited. We have a beautiful guest today. About a topic that it's very fascinating for me, and I and I'm sure a lot of people have issued with this, or they face this kind of um, problems with their, you know, family members or close friends. We're going to talk about cheating. Oh <laughs> and yes, our relationship with it, and it's you know very unique. The pain is very universal, and I'm very happy that we're going to talk with our guest today to understand. What is cheating and how people manage in this kind of a drama? <laughs> and do they do couple come out strong or they separate? And why people cheat? I think these are uh, interesting questions that we can ask from Gadia and, and you know have conversation with each other to maybe understand and share this opinion with our audience as well. So hopefully they can benefit it too. Welcome, Galia. So jump right in, my dear. Tell us more about what you're doing nowadays, and then we'll get onto our subject here. Yes, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm very honored to be here. I'm very excited. Um, it's a very deep, deep topic, and I'm very happy after you, you know, introduced yourself and tell me about what you do, ladies. I was very excited to connect to you and be part of your project because it's amazing what you do. I want to acknowledge you for that. Thank you so much Thank for you. giving this gift to humanity, too. I love and respect powerful women, you know, and I want to say that right now um, I'm working as a coach. I mostly do one-on-one -on -one sessions with uh, my clients and I also coach people through dance and I also coach couples and giving them, uh, you know, counseling. So uh, when you say you, you actually coach through dance, just for the listening audience out there, can you give us, what does that mean, coaching through dance? I've heard of coaches who use art as a form of therapy to actually heal themselves, but how does dance play into this? Yes, absolutely. I would be happy to say more about that. Um, I started basically, up, I will have to jump a little bit into history in order for me to explain what it is. So I'm coming from a business background. I've been a business uh, you know, manager for many, many years, uh, opening up businesses for investors. Nice. And then I realized I want to do something else. I want to do something for people, actually, that makes me more makes me you know more fulfilled uh that makes me feel that i fulfill my purpose that i serve people that i help women just like me 
um, who's maybe lost at some point of their life or struggling with something. So I started thinking, what can I do? You know, and as a business for a while, I had a dance uh, studio. And then I deepened myself. You said in the beginning that I was working on self-development ever since I was 16. Yes. But at that moment of my life, I took it even deeper and I was doing a lot of transformational work and different stuff like that. So um, I have realized that dancing is not just to move your body. It's not just a small thing to teach people how to move their bodies. Yes. And I'll give you an example right there so you understand how I connected coaching, therapy, and dancing all together. Uh, for those who are interested to take this type of coaching, you know, it, and it's also, yes, it is an art therapy in a way. Yes. Um, so um, I noticed one of my students, um, you know, he was living with his girlfriend in the different cities. They were traveling back and forth and he was taking private classes with me, dance classes. And I'm coming from a Muslim country, as you mentioned before, which in my opinion, we are more traditionals in how we roll the relationships. So the man is a leader and the woman is a follower. Well, Not in a bad way, you know. Hey, hey Matilda, talk about cultural, right? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm coming from a Muslim country as well. I'm coming from Iran, actually. Me and you were neighbors. Wow. We're from uh, Kazakhstan. 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 And then, uh, and then Matilda, you obviously are also from that neck of the world. But you know, back in the day, they all kind of uh, started to move. And they ended up in India. So, of course, we have the same sort of mentality. Exactly. <laughs> so I noticed with my client, you know, that and when I moved to the United States, when I started, you know, dancing has always been just my biggest, biggest hobby. That's how I, I fulfill, you know, my, my heart, my soul. It's just something that takes me to a different level. And I started noticing that a lot of women, and no offense right now, ladies, some women are struggling to trust and surrender to their partner and that's very noticeable on a dance floor and how the man unfortunately struggling to, to step up and take the lead in the dance just like in life because women have become especially here in the united states again no offense just, just my observation from people that i worked with from situations that i've been through uh women are too independent for example, like I will be um, dating someone and I'll say, why didn't you open the door for me in the car when we arrive to a restaurant? And he will tell me, because I'm afraid that you're going to complain about that. And that was shocking in the beginning, you know, because I was like, what is that about really? Mm -hmm. And then I started realizing and few people, actually few men, sometimes my clients, sometimes my friends explained to me that women are very independent in the United States, you know, and I'm assuming not only in the United States, I only lived in two countries, which is completely opposite in my country. And I was just surprised. Mm -hmm. So then through dance, I started coaching men to step up and, you know, lead and women to relax and surrender, believe it or not, but sometimes I will have to, when I coach the couple on the dance floor, sometimes I will have to tell a lady to close her eyes because otherwise they don't release the control. They just keep going, you know, and they're trying to control everything around. So then I say, okay, now your man is taking the lead and you relax, trust and surrender. And that's a beautiful, beautiful process to allow them to be vulnerable 
and to allow them to see the survival mechanism which is built into their system uh, and again it's the environment it's not uh, necessarily you know the parenting it is the environment because let's face it you know there's women's libs rights and it goes on and on and on but we're living in a very unique time and in this unique time um, you know you look at uh, the masculine and feminine and you look at you know there's a lot of males that are now having to let go of their control because their control isn't isn't what's keeping that woman there and it isn't the control of a woman that's keeping the man there either so it's a real fine dance and balance has to be created between who's leading and who's following and that's the dance of life and so i find it really beautiful very fascinating very very fascinating um, Galia, i've danced argentinian tango and wow. at the beginning they were telling us i mean how to learn is not to close the eyes because you need to just surrender and the surrender part was the most difficult part i mean the moves you learn but the surround and my teacher was always saying the american culture doesn't allow women to dance tango very well because it's the surrounding part that is very difficult they like to control <laughs> but uh, like women in other cultures they learn tango easily because there are like some cultures the women are so in tune to 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 be vulnerable and surround themselves that tango is not very difficult dance for them so it's interesting that you're mentioning and actually i think when people are cheating it's another way of controlling the situation no trying to control it yeah they're trying to control they feel like they they're in charge of what's happening with them so statistically do you feel that there's more men or, or, or more women? Or is it kind of an average that it, it's like they're 50-50 male and female that are actually out there playing the field? No, unfortunately <laughs> it is not so. Um, about 54% of uh, married men, and again, there's a difference because in relationships, the cheating percentage is even more, believe it or not. Yeah, then marriages and women, about 37% of women are cheating. And this is in the States or is this global? In the States. It's in the, the States. states. Matilda, did you, did you hear that? 37% were catching up. <laughs> but maybe women are more better cheaters. So that's what the percentage is down. How about that? <laughs> but you know what, ladies? Another thing also is to understand what is considered cheating. Yes, yes, 100%. Yeah. And it's an interesting topic to talk about, in my opinion, because sometimes cheating for someone in, you know, in a couple, and that's actually, as a coach, I can tell you straightforward, that's something that you need to make sure from the very beginning and have very yeah. clear and honest agreement with your partner. Hey, if I kiss another girl, is that cheating? You know, hey, if I have sex with another woman, is that cheating? You know, hey, whatever, whatever. And then everybody's having agreements. That's right. The definition of cheating is so, so vast. You know, um, you know, some individuals actually turn around. They say, well, it's not really cheating unless you've committed the full act. And, <laughs> and others, the minute you are flirting and looking at someone the wrong way, that is considered a big no-no. 
So, so that's a, that's a huge thing that you've just actually given our audience is have you defined what you would consider acceptable and what you would consider unacceptable? Exactly. Uh, People's boundaries are different no? So it comes back to the boundaries. Absolutely. It's always, always, always about boundaries. If you don't set your boundaries and, you know, uh, in the very beginning, your level of like trust, um, you cannot talk about strong relationships. Funny enough, think, uh -huh, sorry, go ahead. And I think, sorry, uh, uh, I think it's very important boundaries, not only about cheating, just to understand how you respect things. Because if boundaries are not clarified at the beginning, there are going to be a lot of, uh, of problems coming up. Cheating, yeah. the fidelity part is one of them. I don't know how to respect the other person, how to um, maybe even share love with each other can be even questionable. So I think um, me and Salinga, we have beautiful series of um, fires of relationship. And we started with uh, self-mastery. And I think once you have the self-mastery, you already define and you declare to universe, this is my boundaries in every element. And, you know, when you are very clear about your own yeah. boundaries, other people respect your boundaries as well. That's incredible what you say. And if they don't respect them, then you can make a decision whether mm. you want to be with these people or not. Then there is no, you know, gap between what you're expecting and what is present. So, so Galia, is there like, um, is there, when you give those statistics of, of the male versus the females in the States, um, is there a, you know, are they looking at a particular group of individuals and what their boundaries are when they establish that? Or is that just, it could be anything, but it's because they've considered you know, this is, this is happening to me, whatever this is. You know, it's different. There's different statistics out there. Mm -hmm. uh, some break down the statistics, just taking the, the um, certain age, because it's also very, very different. Depending on, funny enough, like uh, age 18 to 29 is happening the most cheating in the lives of human. Really? Most, yes, for both for men and women. Wow. Wow. 18 to 29. Yes. 18 to 29. So listen up, listeners. <laughs> yeah. And I think it also has a lot to do with, you know, like um, emotional intelligence and generally speaking, your maturity level. That's because right. you try and here and there, probably um, the person, not you, the, the person probably trying here and there, you know, like, how does it feel? How would it be? What if I lie? What if I tell the truth? So people trying to understand their own boundaries as well. Well, they're learning yeah. about themselves, are they not, Galia? Yeah. Like, isn't that what it's all about? It's really yeah. about yourself. I don't want to go too deep because I can go to a spiritual level of that, you know? And, and as I told you over the phone, like, in my personal opinion, when the person cheats on someone, first of all, they're cheating on their own selves. Ah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, of course. Yes, they were not honest with themselves. Yes. They were not honest with their partner. Yes. They didn't request something, they didn't clear, uh, create a clear boundary. They didn't uh, speak up. So then, sure enough, they had to make this choice. Well, they didn't know themselves. That's what it came down to. 
is yeah. they self mastery. That's right. Yes, <laughs> <I know>. right. <laughs> yeah, they didn't you know, help themselves. So you know, I believe that too as well because I feel like when you are when somebody is cheating on you, they've cheated before. I mean, they've uh, crossed the boundaries before, they've shown their red lights before, but because you weren't so assertive about who you are, you weren't loving yourself enough, you let those red lights, th th you allow them to pass this red light, and you weren't even realizing lots of things, you know, sometimes we don't even listen to our feeling, that, that uh, voice inside us, and we just ignore it because we want to like to have this a relationship for whatever reason we're trying to have and it's interesting i always say before someone cheats on you you already cheated on yourself gazillion times before that happened so the boundaries and who you are the love that you have for yourself has to be very very strong and the, the root has to be strong otherwise everyone is cheating on you i mean your parents can cheat on you too i mean just physical cheating is not people crossing their boundaries with you is in a way cheating, no? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so Galia, Galia, in the States, do you feel now that we're in this time frame where people are having to spend more time together? <laughs> How is that affecting these statistics? Are they rising, do you feel? <laughs> or, are they decreasing because they're locked up? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, unfortunately, the statistics are not too different. Yes. Uh, not unfortunately, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, it's not that different. The only thing that changed a lot is online cheating. So online okay. cheating went up a lot. And it's, again, for people what they consider cheating, because some people might say, and I heard that before, they would say, hey, you know what? He's texting with some girl in in." Bolivia, I don't know, some other country that is not, you know, even yeah. close. And I don't care. As long as they don't have nothing, as long as they're just chatting and flirting and doing some funny stuff online, I don't care. Oh, goodness. These things went up. But wow. what is really sad is that divorce rate went up big time. Oh, wow. So when you say big time, is that like 10% more than normal? Right now, it's about more than 20%. Wow. That's huge. That's a huge number. It's very and Is it? And do you feel that as a coach, do you feel that it's because they were never true to themselves and that they've gone ahead now and exposed who they truly are? Or are they actually really questioning, am I going to be spending the rest of my life unhappy with this individual this human. <laughs> right like what yeah. do you, what do you feel about that you know there's many many different reasons some couples just realize that they cannot pretend anymore because when you distracted, <laughs> you know when you distracted you go for work you go on vacation you you know you're with the family it's just at the end of the day it's comfortable but then when you have to spend 24 seven together, like you cannot lie anymore. Like you have to face what is not working between you guys. And if you cannot manage to make it work, then the choice is obvious. But at some, uh, and I'm not for divorces, even though I'm divorced, never I am. 
But when things are not working and you try your best, I always speak with my clients when they starting to tell me about like, oh, I think we should divorce, we're so different or whatever the reason is. I'm always say, first of all, you need to be sure that you did 100% possible from your side to keep your family or to keep your marriage, that you left everything on the field to make this work if you commit it. Yes. And then start to think about that. But until you feel that you've tried everything, um, you know, then I never, like, I don't give suggestions to my clients, but I always take this topic to the understanding of bringing it to awareness, like, what have you done? Even though a lot of people come in to complain about their partners most of the time, you yeah. know? Yes, yes. Do you have an, an example for us? Like, give us an example. I'm sure that the male side of the story is completely different than the female. It sure is. True. With us, yeah. The male, um, believe it or not, uh, two main reasons why, why men cheating is uh, sexual and second of all is emotional because some men don't seem to be um, open up to their partners because, and this is a big mistake, unfortunately, of the partners, the women are, again, either too independent, either too dependent, uh -huh. or too controlling. So they become their moms. And men cannot stand that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Listen up, ladies. Pay attention now. We've got a real, we've got a real life coach here who has examples to share with us as well. But that's huge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I had a couple, you know, believe it or not. And um, the guy actually cheated on her just out of interest. He oh. never cheated on anyone. Mm -hmm. He never did. What do you mean out of interest? He just it's wanted to feel how it feels to cheat on someone. It's an like, experiment. Matilda yeah, was an experiment. He never, he never done it in his whole entire life. And he said, I just wanted to try it. I, 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 he wasn't in love. He, wasn't, he just wanted to, you know, experiment and then try how it feels. So then he couldn't uh, hold it back not to tell his partner. And she was very upset and she tried to break the relationship, but then they decided to stay together. But the next thing she did, she cheated on him. Ooh. So a lot of women, I like that. believe it or not, <laughs> but you know, interesting. She doesn't have, I just cheated for the sake of it, you know, to see how it is. What kind of them? Crazy <laughs> enough, this couple is still together. Wow. So they found, you know, the power in, in uh, each other. They found a way to communicate, to forgive each other. And a lot of women, actually, you'll be surprised, they cheat in as a revenge, just to revenge their partner. Well, you know what? Actually, I can see that happening. Because if you feel that you've been cheated on and all of a sudden the other end can't comprehend what it feels like to be cheated on, now you're going to show them this is how it feels and i i probably so what is the take do you feel that on the receiving end when you have been cheated on do you feel that there's a complete different outlook or is it some form of understanding for who for who for the person who was cheated on, mm. 
the, the, not the cheater, but the one who was cheated on, is there a level of understanding that actually kicks in at some point? Oh, I forgive you. Maybe it was my fault and da, 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 da. Do you feel like that kicks in as well? Sometimes. Again, mm -hmm. it really depends on the person. Some women or some men, they can really understand it. I had another example uh, that I was, I think, um, telling Matilda earlier uh, that uh, the, I have another example when the lady find out that her husband is cheating on her with someone from work and she just walked away. She took her stuff, she walked away, she never in her entire life until these days, I know her for many years, she never had forgiven him. Oh wow. And they had a family, they had kids, but you just turn around and walk away. So it really depends on the person. It really depends, you know, how they feel about themselves. What is their cultural background, I believe? What is their religion, too? Um, so many different aspects. It really depends on how a person takes it. Some people might forget it because for some women, like as an example before, for this couple, for lady, it was the same. She said, we are no different. Yes, we both cheated on each other, but we went through this stage and we moved on. We never talk about it. We have forgiven each other. And again, uh, forgiveness is a big part of the cheating. Huge, huge. I could only imagine. Do you think, do you think this woman that way, if she would have cheated, would have forgave him or not? Depends. They would have kept the family, maybe. Uh, it's really maybe crazy. keeping the family would have been more important than just one time of. Um, I can only well, give you a personal yeah. opinion, you know, I cannot give you the opinion of others because for each person it's a certain level of confidence, a certain level of um, their boundaries again and self-mastery as well. You know, in our religion, unfortunately, not a religion, in my country, unfortunately, uh, sometimes when the man cheat on you, even your mom tells you, hey, don't pretend that you don't know anything. Mm. My mother-in-law, I don't know if she ever going to watch it or not. Hopefully not. My ex-mother-in-law, um, she told me in front of my ex-husband, right straight into my face, hey, if he ever going to cheat on you, don't be stupid. Don't, don't even show him that you know. And why would like, that be? I have a hard time. The family is more important. Sorry? Sorry, what is important? She said the family is more important. Oh, wow. So you're prioritizing your uh your life and and the comfort of it and uh so you're so you're you're expected culturally to turn a blind eye to this yeah wow. you see yeah. matilda and i would have a problem with that okay. i would go and chop something there <laughs> <laughs> well um well i mean uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm sorry for a woman in that position because you put down your self-worth as yeah. a woman goes down. Forget about what the guy does. At the end, when you're looking at yourself in the mirror, your self-worth, your self-confidence for your other things in life, your other events in your life goes down. And that's not something that you can um, fix it that easily. That's... Yeah scar is carved in your heart and it's gonna be very difficult to go away and you're gonna your children can suffer from it even that husband will suffer in other passive aggressive way 
know? Could be. You know, Matilda, but funny enough, some women are not like that. It doesn't touch them. It doesn't matter. No, some women say, yeah, I know he's cheating. I don't mind. Well, you know, it's interesting you say that because locally here, I'm going to share a story with you gals and the listeners out there. Um, a very well-to-do, very prominent individual who has businesses all over the country and uh, as well as internationally. Uh, you know, I mean, very, very well-to-do, okay? This individual got married and he ended up having a couple of kids. And of course, he went up to his wife and he was very open about it. I don't like you. I have kids <sighs> with you. And I'm going to give you materially everything you need. You never have to work a day in your life, but I am going to spend my time doing what I like doing. And if you have a problem with that, that's your problem, not mine. So this particular lady, and these are both educated individuals, this particular lady ended up having to put up with this her whole life. She's still married to the same man who openly admits to the fact that yes, in every country that he's been to and had businesses, he does what he feels like doing. You have a problem with that. I've given you the most luxurious life. If you're not happy with that, you know oh where my God, that's good. She can have lovers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not necessarily, unfortunately, because again, talking about Muslim con uh, countries, you know, um, and, uh, you know, how pe men are allowed to have a lot of women. Um, sometimes it comes to the, no, men can have it. Again, society put this label that men can have as many women as they want, even if they're married, you know, but women cannot. It's a good thing I'm not living there. How about you? <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, again. <laughs> I'll make sure that I will have other guys around. <laughs> But, you know, culturally, culturally in whatever, you know, area of the planet that they're on. But, yeah, they, it's amazing because this individual that I'm speaking to, referring to, is they're both now grandparents. And this is still continuing. And it's not like nobody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, sometimes even the whole family. Everybody knows. And it's like she, he doesn't care. And she refuses to leave. She refuses to leave him because, I mean, you know, for her, maybe the comfort of life and having millions of dollars per month is, is more important. I have no idea, but that, <laughs> that's a tough thing for me to swallow. Give us an example of a female who's been cheating on a male. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm trying to how to tell you the story without you know, giving too much details because I know my class will be listening to me, but like, I don't want anyone to be in any situation, you know? Um, yes. And again, the most of the time, the, the situation that I've been through with my clients, it's when uh, they do it as, uh, as a revenge, you know, when somebody, and again, it's not necessarily needs to be a present partner. Sometimes they have some pain coming from the past when they were cheated on, Mm -hmm. And in these new relationships, they just not seems to be, you know, recovered or healed okay. and they keep doing that. Wow. And do you feel that there's a lot of uh, male or female that are out there that maybe they witnessed this when they were children and they feel like this is normal, acceptable behavior? That exists too. 
that exists too as well as uh, like being super super you know um honest with your partner and never do nothing yes and the same at the same time sometimes family grow up and it's like cheating is okay it's normal my parents lived all my life as you make an example of this couple yeah my parents lived like that all my life and i'm living the same life i'm not doing something wrong you know like it's so fundamental to again self-mastery of course but again when you are raising the kids and when you teaching them the standards and society does so too it's important to understand that you're creating actually the future for for these humans as well and the way you do things they're gonna do it after you as well and there is sometimes a, a reverse what we call thankfully there's reverse that exists too Sometimes the kids who watch their parents cheating and screaming and fighting and complaining and going to counselor, blah, 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 blah. When they grow up, they're so fed up of this. So they say, no, my strong stand is I never, ever in my life going to cheat on my wife. Some men choosing to maybe even divorce, you know, when they cheated on someone because they don't feel good about themselves anymore and they cannot overcome that. as well as women actually for women it's more complicated to forgive themselves if they cheated they Mm -hmm. do it more rare Mm -hmm. but if they do it's much more difficult for them to overcome that Mm -hmm. for themselves feel it psychological or is that more emotional it's both but again society as well Mm -hmm. because based on society norm women not supposed to cheat what Oh, that's a tough exactly. one, isn't it, Matilda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary, I have something to, I mean, I've noticed. I've noticed that men that they cheat, uh, they have very deep problem from childhood with their, with their mom. And vice versa, like women that cheat, they have very difficult relationship with their fathers. Is that something that you realized in your coaching? It is showing up. It is showing up. You know, I've been in one uh, very powerful training where the training was a man. And when women asked, the audience had a chance to ask questions from the masters, not masters, but their masters. Um, the one woman asked the question, she said, why do men cheat? And he said, ladies, most of the men, and I want you to remember for the rest of your lives. And now if a lot of ladies listening to me, I hope you understand that too. He said, most of the men cheat because they have a hole in their heart. And they cannot find peace. Or they cannot find love. And there's the only thing that makes them feel like men. And it has nothing to do with you. So don't you ever take it personal. That's amazing. Yeah you know Uh and and what about females was there a question put why females do that because that's male right yeah that's male but for females i feel like yes there can be a lot of issues in the past with Uh, the father or do you feel that father i feel like when you have issues with a father you actually you either just don't build relationships almost at all you know or you keep repeating the same pattern of doing the relationship that doesn't work over and over and over and over again or you really 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 deeply attached to your partner because and you appreciate him and and the couples like that usually the cheating doesn't happen 
-hmm. most of the time women cheat because of their revenge again or um because they do not feel emotionally supported you know maybe appreciated maybe yeah Uh, let's say for example like the women grew up in the in the family where father was working all the time making good money so she had a great life but she never had his attention most likely she's going to attract very similar partner until she heals herself or doing the self-mastery as Matilda loves, (laughs) you know, to forgive herself, forgive her father, to forgive the past and let it all go. And just like, don't be attached to her old stories. She will attract the same partner who will work a lot, work a lot, work a lot. And then she will be emotionally unfulfilled. And then she will have no more choice than to go and cheat with a, with a pool cleaner, you know, this sexy young guy who's coming every weekend or where her husband is at home. So then it's just becoming of, you know, like this desire to, to have the attention. Right. Right. Because there's an emptiness there. Yeah. There's a void, a void that needs to be filled, but it's a, you know, it's interesting, and from your area of expertise, how has the mentality of the masses shifted, say, from 10 years ago to now? Because there's usually a noticeable, you know, curve of something which is shifted in the masses. Have you, have you found that there is this noticeable shift in the cheating world? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't look it up that often. I just did because of our podcast, mostly over my clients. But um, you know what I can tell that I don't know if that's because I'm mostly in the society, you know, in the circles that are like into transformation and bettering themselves all the time or getting the help if they cannot manage. I feel like um, the balance of masculine and feminine, generally speaking, is becoming to come to a better place in the world today. Like, I feel like masculine is stepping up a little more and I feel like feminine is easing up and relaxing and understand that power is not in the control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Power is really about trusting your power coming from peace and source, coming from, you know, being relaxed. Mm-hmm. When I start the, the training uh, for my ladies, I have online training for the ladies about happiness. It's called The Woman You Always Wanted to Be. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I ask them, what do you feel? And let me ask you, actually, ladies, what do you feel happy woman feels? How does she feel? What is the main feeling that she's experiencing within herself? Freedom. I think sensual. Sensual. Freedom all of that but mostly she feels relaxed and you don't you don't feel that unless you actually go ahead and you actually spend time with yourself so there's a huge huge gap in there which society creates which a relationship can create which work can create which a president can create which and it goes on and on right so uh, you know there is a lot to be said about spending time with yourself. And it goes back to, back to yeah. where our roots started with fires of relationships, which was all about self-love. And, exactly. and, and that makes a huge difference. But um, 
Now, as we're coming close to the end of our first session, we want oh, really? the, yes, and we want the le listeners out there to know that uh, Matilda, myself, and uh, Galia will be back on again uh, for another session. We're going to continue this conversation. In the next conversation, we are going to be discussing uh, telltale signs of if uh, your partner is actually cheating. Uh, and telltale signs of if you're actually having the urge to do that yourself. And so Galia is our expert who's going to come in with, uh, with some information on how to handle that. And then hopefully if we're able to carry that conversation forward, we'll also give you some tools on how to make things a little bit better for yourself. So... <laughs> I think uh, for me, out of this conversation, I want to share with uh, the, you know, with the listening audience and and both of you as well. Um, for me, a big thing for me has been always the forgive the forgiveness aspect, and that is something that I choose to work on because that is something which requires um, a deep, deep connection to yourself because, um, you know. Forgiving someone, you're not forgiving them that what they've done was acceptable and right. You're forgiving and letting go for a peace of mind for yourself. And for me, that has been a real journey. So out of this piece, for all those out there who have forgiven someone, kudos to you. A job well done. I, I hope that if I am ever in that situation, that I find that strength and that part of me that would forgive. And so that is my big point to take away from our conversation today. Matilda, what's your big takeaway from today? Self-mastery and boundaries, baby. <laughs> as long as you know yourself, you know your boundaries. Actually, your partner is well off um, as well because they will make sure that they're not walking near those uh, red lights. Uh, so it's easier for them to handle you too. So know yourself, know your boundaries because, you know, you are the most beautiful gift for yourself in this world. Yes, for sure. <laughs> and for you, uh, Galia, what is your big uh, takeaway or what is your big point for just today's conversation until we carry it forward in our next episode? <sighs> you know, I feel like what fascinates me, and maybe it's not very much related to what we're talking about, but what fascinates me about our conversation tonight is that um, it wears my heart to know there is... Um, other people in other countries, other ladies, other powerful ladies trying to understand themselves and trying to understand their life and relationships and trying to carry it on, not trying it, doing it, actually doing it for other women and, our, you know, other people. I really appreciate what you do. My biggest takeaway is that I'm just in such a gratitude that people like you exist and we are all different, but, same, but at the same time, we're all the same. We're all coming from the same place. We're all related and connected. That's what I'm truly believing. And I'm very grateful to be in this space with you ladies and uh, hopefully get some clarity for some people and for ourselves. 
And Galia, what is your website for our listeners out there in case they want to take a little peek into a little bit more about you? And, uh, and from there, we'll go into our wrap-up points. Absolutely. My website is uh, heartpuzzle.me. So um, you can go out there. You have my contact information there. You can reach out to me at any time. The reason why I came up with this name is, in my personal opinion, I had to put the pieces of my heart together, not in the sense of like it's been ever broken, but um, learning things, understanding things, putting things together, psychology, therapy, this, this and that, you know, society, family, relationship experiences. So then everything comes to one puzzle. And one day you just realize in life, yes, I understand myself. I understand what love is i understand maybe in some ways uh who i am in this world and i have joy to understand joy yeah yeah great yeah, Very nice. with yourself and with your heart when <laughs> all comes together yeah, yeah it is lovely to have you thank, thank you for coming i'm so <laughs> very excited to see you next week I'm very happy to see you ladies next week as well. I have a lot of questions to get ready. <laughs> Today was introduction. Okay, <laughs> next time is going to go more deep. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And uh, again, for our listeners out there, uh, Galia's uh, website is heart, as in your heart, and then puzzle.me. Uh, I'm Solyndron Buller, the host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. Until next time, Matilda. And I'm Matilda, host of Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. Till next time. Ciao. Bye. 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 <laughs>